Hey, welcome to the Odette Press newsletter. I'm Kelly Laughlin, the artist and writer here at Odette Press. I am so glad that you're here for Creative Nourishment. If you're new, Creative Nourishment is the weekly newsletter, which you can find in its full form over at odettepress.substack.com. Now, we're about to exit the month of November. Today, it's November 28th, which means that we're wrapping up the theme of depth, the transformative nature of the creative process, and going to the root of our creativity and our writing and our being and our humanness and expressing that out in the world. Over the last month, we've centered in on the metaphor of trees, of going to the root, of connecting to the musculature within us. And today, thinking about the nature of the mind, the nature of life. And that's really what we center in on here at Creative Nourishment. And today, I'm excited to share with you some reflections on the practice of going to the origins of a story using writing as a way of honoring and being with our stories and using that also as a way of sharing out in the world. I have been exploring a lot over the last few months and frankly years in my own creative work, whether it's on the page or out in the world, combining not just writing and thinking and questions, but using different art practices, using different ways of expressing to channel out life's experiences. So I'm sharing with you one of those practices today. Today's letter is called Anatomy of a Spiral, Depth of a Story and the Practice of Writing. So come along for today's journey. The first story I tell myself today is this. I'm not getting out of this bed. I am warm, tucked in, The day is dark in a blackened room, no light outside, under the weighted blanket. It was a story of refusal, of comfort, a highlight of my own stubborn streak wherein I was determined to dig in and stay. The yin of the season is the holding place, the dark night, those times for a revival. Sorry day, I wanted to say. Too cold, this cusp of winter, I have to stay. Then a breeze arrives. It exhales into the room like breathing, energizing. The street arrives, the radiator hisses and shakes in its awakening. The train starts to run and hum its morning song along the tracks. Lull of traffic begins as a neighbor yells. What a warm story, I think, staying in bed. What urges me up and out into the momentum of morning, into the flow of the day, out past the points of comfort is the power of story, imagination, and humanity. If I have this many hours of motivation and sunlight and this many projects to finish and ways I am determined to feel by the end of the day, rested, steady, and flowing in the case of today, I think back through what steps can I take now to support my arrival there. I think about the pathway. I tune into humanity. Humans, as we know so far, are the only species equipped with the power of imagination. And so I envision the day's end like a finish line, feel the energy of determination and aspiration, and work backwards on how to get there. This spirals down into the present moment. A day is a doorway, a portal, a place of potential. I imagine the story I want to tell at the end of the day. I did what I could gracefully with effort and ease as the star ingredients and work back from that. The first step though is presence. Unfold the blankets, feel feet sturdy on the hardwood, day like a portal, rising like the breath to greet the morning.
I am thinking about the power of stories, what we tell ourselves, how deep they go, how rooted they are, how thick and gnarled they are at the roots, and how we unfold and untangle to arrive to new views, insights, and understandings. I have chastised myself for stories I have told inside my brain for many years until recently, frequently returning to the fact that storytelling is what honors our humanity. I am learning to embrace the stories, cherish them for their care and their meaning. I want to tell you about the moonrise over the buildings at sunrise this morning, the memory of the same moon rising over the desert in the dusk pink skyline driving east along the highway one day years ago, another autumn, stories of arrival, presence, transcendence, and departure. I have arrived and continue arriving to these moments of meaning through memory and imagining, through lines of thought, trails of stories, and fragments of shape and textures on the page. Part of journaling and talking is unpacking and processing, organizing and orienting around what the story is that we're telling ourselves, who it's for, and what purpose it serves. We can name and note the origins, like is this a fear story, a joy story, a curious path to follow, something delicious or intriguing to try, something trying to keep us safe, personal or collective, or both. The deeper I go with writing, the less tangled I find myself and or the more prepared I feel to meet those places and those moments in time when the stories spiral, overlap, or intertwine. Over the last month, I've written here about depth in our bodies, minds, and practice, going to the core, writing through the stories of trees, roots, and our muscular systems. Part of the depth and the core of our humanity is through stories. Writing, and specifically journaling, can take us to our cores, our roots to our centers. It is a practice of intuiting and intimating with our inner beings, animating our memories, our ideas, befriending our neuroses, being fully human, and generating points for connection. Stories and their depths and meanings are not just for the personal. They are guideposts and channels through which we can each enter, understand, and connect with each other. Writing can bring us to the root of something if we allow the journey to take us there. Imagine pulling on a rope, following it along until you find where it begins, that starting place, the root, the origin, the seed. Writing can also be a doorway through which we tend to our bodies, our stories, ourselves, and each other, those places in our minds. To write or to draw us to witness the expressions of life as it's unfolding, to be with a moment and reflect on it. You can watch a moment of your life, feel it, a story, a sensation, or a feeling, as if it's a landscape seen from the window of the portal of a car or a train. And in this witnessing, remind yourself that you're a human with 10,000 thoughts a day. You can compassionately examine the story, invite it in like a friend, welcoming it in from the cold, hand it compassion like a plate of hot food, a mug of something, and embrace and hold it there. You could treat a story like a room in a house, tending to it with the intention of tidying it out or go doing a deep clean of the debris, crumbling it up, cleaning it out, throwing it out again. Sometimes our stories arrive as persistent visitors. Our practice is to greet them, be with them, learn with them, and collaborate again, again, and again. This potential and possibility is what I love about the depth of writing, learning to be with, build together, and sustain the practice over time. I've been writing since I was a kid. I've written on car rides in motion, drawn sketches and forts under blankets through college dorm rooms and office spaces on rocks and in the hot sun, against the background of rivers, shorelines, and oceans. 
Writing has reached me across continents and into the rhythms of crashing waves. In these times and throughout those spaces, I have unpacked, unfolded, dissolved, and reformed and strengthened the context and the depth of my understanding of myself and life in a way where this knowledge of self contains a depth where I know her, me, vastly and deeply, and yet never fully at all, in the ways that one can imagine the width and the depth of the ocean or see a canyon stretch deep and wide across the horizon and never be fully known, traversed, or understood. Just when I think I have arrived at some end point of understanding, the pathway continues, it opens up, and I am once again in the portal, in the channel of creativity, in the process of unfurling and arriving to life again. I am grateful for this process and dedicated to its continuing. Whether through pen and paper, the tactile writing, or the glow of a digital screen, a page is a portal and a place to unwind, a place to plant a story. It is a path to travel down, a trail to revisit and trace the outline of, a way to revisit our stories and get in life again. It is a way to celebrate what makes us human, to explore for ourselves and for each other, for our memories and our existence, to gather together the threads of our shared experiences, the things that make us human. Quote, the doors of the world, of the wild self, are few but precious, Clarissa Pinkle Estes writes in Women Who Run With the Wolves. If you have a deep scar, that is a door. If you have an old, old story, that is a door. If you love the sky and the water so much you almost cannot bear it, that is a door. If you yearn for a deeper life, a full life, a sane life, that is a door. So what doors are you opening? What pathways are you traveling down? And how does that unfold for you in your life and in your writing? Recently, I felt a familiar pull of a story. It was persistent. It arrived as a spiral. I did the usual thing. I felt it some. I tried avoiding it. I recognized it. I turned towards the feeling. I sat with it and listened, let it be, paying attention to what that had to say. I can cognitively talk my way through the experience of a spiral, thankfully, but I wanted to externalize it in a way that neither fueled the narrative nor pushed it away. So I pulled from the shelf my typical ingredients, that toolkit of existence, a handful of movement, I talked it out, a cup of grounding, I made dinner, a gallon of hydration, lemon balm tea, and I put the spiral to rest low on simmer. I went to sleep. Then I slept, I slept, I woke up, and I noticed that the feeling shook loose as the combination of a head on a pillow and hours of breathing deeply in the dark can do. And what arose from the rest and that state of sleep was the outline and the understanding of what started the story. A practice I have been turning to and now return to as the anatomy of a spiral. For me, this works once the feelings have subsided, once the grip of the story is less acute. Start by taking a blank page and slowly draw a spiral. In this practice, you are collaborating with your experience of the feeling, the story, the page, you're going for depth and the intention is to learn in collaboration together. So start from the point of the pencil or the pen, trace an outline outward in a circle, expanding the circle out like a spiral, like rings on a tree. Notice how the spiral is like the story or the thought that you were experiencing. Once you draw your way to the center, retrace your spiraling line back to the outside, going from the root out to the beginning. Then make notes along the outside of the spiral, 
identify the ingredients that went in. What went into that story? Where did it start? Where did it stop? What's at the root? And then who or what supported you in that moment? What brought you back? Once that's done, you can turn the page. Like any landscape we're traversing, anything we're making, like anything we are doing or being or collaborating with or relating to in life, writing can be a way of befriending ourselves, becoming our own best companions, noticing the depth and the horizons of our stories and celebrating what makes us human. So as you peel back the layers of story, peel back the bed sheets from the bed, take the ingredients of your life with you and do with it what you can. Step through the doorways, the portals, the pathways, the passageways, flow with it and creatively move forward. Let's be well, keep going and continue. All right, there are a lot of classes heading your way in the months ahead. I am grateful for all of you shopping Odette Press. That's odettepress.us. Coming to classes, which you can find at kellyodettelaughlin.com slash workshops. And for everyone out there doing this creative work, showing up for life, let's keep going. I am sending you lots of care, lots of warmth if you're in a cold place, and let's keep going. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, Odette Press is a creative studio with journals and cards and paper goods. It is also a community. And thank you so much for being part of this community. If there's somebody in your life who you think might like this newsletter, resonate with these prompts, or just enjoy this community too, please send it along. We'd love to grow this community even more. You can shop journals and cards at www.odettepress.us. You can also reply to this newsletter to stay connected. Thank you so much. Take good care.